Straw Hut Media. No approval from my mama. Daddy's got a problem with your black leather jacket and your cigarette habit. But the sound of my name rolling off your tongue couldn't sound sweeter from anyone. This heart wants no one else. And I can't help myself. I ain't got no choice but to love you. Got no choice but to love you. Oh, I ain't got no choice but to love you. Got no choice but to love you. Yes, that was incredible. Brooke Eden had been in a toxic relationship with a man, and she wasn't in love. It wasn't a fairy tale, but it wasn't an experience she documented in her music. But then she met Hillary, her current girlfriend, and her music took a turn. She wrote a series of love songs, you just listened to one, to tell the world that we don't get to choose who we love. It just happens. Now she's ready to share her love with the world and on the way, transform people's perception of country music for the better. I am Brooke Eden and this is Pride. Brooke Eden is an American country singer and songwriter from West Palm Beach, Florida. In the early stages of her career, she was trying to make a name for herself by auditioning for the singing competition, American Idol. It was not easy, and her move from Florida to Nashville made her realize exactly how hard she was going to have to work for her dream. I moved to Nashville nine years ago now, and everything just seemed great. I mean, when I moved from my hometown in Florida, I never knew that there was any um, difference between like men and women as far as getting jobs or I didn't know the inequalities that we were facing. And then I got to Nashville and I realized, oh my gosh, it's like almost impossible for a girl to get signed to a record deal. And it was so wild because in Florida it was like we could do whatever we wanted we could play anywhere we wanted there was no difference in having a guy sing at your tiki bar or your honky-tonk or a girl singing at your honky-tonk or tiki bar so it was very strange getting to Nashville but soon we started watching the industry change and a lot of that has to do with women who are gatekeepers in Nashville who have stood up against the inequalities and they have this group called Change the Conversation and Leslie Fram, who's the head of CMT, has been a huge voice for that and and for the women of country. And um, it's, it's really been changing a lot over the last few years. And so it's it's definitely a difficult journey as a woman to begin with in country music but to be a woman who identifies as lgbtq plus is a whole different world for sure even in brooke's hometown she faced so many challenges she was a young girl trying to discover what her most authentic self looked like while being raised in an extremely religious environment 
not necessarily within my household. My parents, we didn't go to church every Sunday or anything like that, but I went to a Baptist school my whole life. Well, from the time that I was in kindergarten till the end of my ninth grade year. And yeah, there was a lot of hate spewed, a lot of homophobia. And that was always injected into my brain. Despite the circumstances, Brooke was able to surround herself in love and acceptance through her friends. I remember going to high school and I went to a public high school and I was in chorus and theater and a lot of my friends were gay. And I just, even though I'd been taught homophobia my whole life, I still was like, I don't see anything different between them and me. And I thought, I, I was just like, this can't be true. These people are incredible and we love it just might look a little differently, but we all love the same. Though Brooke saw that the world was capable of all kinds of love, she didn't find it in her own relationships right away. And that was very clear in her music, especially in her first single. Act Like You Don't was a darker, edgier, more cynical song. And it was a more cynical part of my life as well. The nights they hurt like hell, I know just how you feel. I had never been in love before. I had been in a toxic relationship and wanted to run as far from love as possible. <laughs> but then she met Hillary Hoover, and it was like all the rain had cleared to reveal a perfect sunny day. I met Hillary and my, my current girlfriend and the love of my life, and everything changed from there. My whole perspective on life changed. And Things just became happier and sunnier and lighter. And I felt like I was becoming my own person. I felt like I was coming into my own. And that came out in my music. So now my music is very happy and light and sunny, just like I feel in my real life. This isn't to say that her music wasn't real before. It just represented a different part of the singer's life. I had written about guys in the past and a lot of my songs were about ex-relationships with boys. And so that was kind of hard as well. And here's the thing, I didn't always date girls, you know? So those songs were true to me at the time that I wrote them, but now I'm a, you know, I'm a whole different person and I'm a whole person. And that's why my songs were, my love songs were cynical back then is because those relationships were not right for me. And why my songs are like this now when, when love is real and true to me. Brooke didn't share her newfound happiness with her fans right away. She had been dating Hillary for five years before she decided to reintroduce herself to her fans at the beginning of the year. I was sitting around waiting for the world to change, begging the world to change, while I was living in this beautiful relationship and being silenced and allowing that for myself. And I thought at some point, I finally had this realization of if I want to see a change in the world, but I'm asking everyone else to do it, how hypocritical is that? And I just realized that I had to kind of be the change that I wanted to see in our world and in our industry and in our genre. And if someone was gonna do it, hey, why not, it, why not start with me? Brooke acknowledges that she is not the first LGBTQ artist to come out, but her announcement was still a big step for the industry and for country music. 
And she has other LGBTQ artists and leaders to thank for that. We've had a lot of LGBTQ warriors, you know, we've, we've had artists in this industry who have come and, and shown up and been themselves. And I mean, this was years and years ago, but we're just shunned away. And so honestly, I kind of feel like I'm a product of their work. They already created a path and I feel like I'm walking through it. So I'm not saying that I'm the first by any means, but I just think that we're at this point in country music where it's finally accessible. Like people are finally allowing acceptance for all. In February, TJ Osborne, the guitarist and singer from Brothers Osborne, came out as gay and became the first openly gay artist to be signed to a major country label. So more and more artists are taking action and sharing their stories with the world. I knew that I couldn't put out music again without fully being myself because I throw my heart and my soul and my real life into my songs. And there's no way that I could put out this music that was written all about Hill and I's love story if they didn't know who she was. How are they supposed to get to know an artist and show true authenticity if you're not being authentic? And showing the person who you love, the person who you love is a, is a big part of who you are. And so it was really important to me when I was putting out this music and I talked to my label about it and they were 100% in for doing this, but it was, I said, I want to put out this music, but I cannot do that unless I'm 100% me. And I think that you get your best work. You get your, you make the best art when you are being yourself and when you're living in your truth. And I feel like this music is a product of that. And it's a product of, you know, me falling in love and me feeling like I'm a whole person. So now when I'm in these rights, I don't have to worry about the pronouns that I'm using. I don't have to worry about saying something that's gonna make someone question. It's just, I now get to be an open book. I now get to be my whole self. And that is all that I wish for anyone in this life is that you just get to be your whole self because that's when you get to be, that's when you are going to get the best out of this life and the best out of the work that you're putting in is when you can be 100% yourself. After the announcement, Brooke was shocked by the amount of love and positivity surrounding her online. It feels overwhelming in the most incredible way. She had been preparing for a worst case scenario and was shocked when the opposite happened. When we were putting out this music and together with my label choosing to be visible and choosing to, you know, not stray away from who I am and who I live as in my real life, I did not know how this was going to go. It was nerve wracking only because I wanted things to be better in our genre and I wanted to see progression in our genre and I was nervous for it not working and me being let down for the people that are in our genre. But to see the outpouring of love and support and acceptance, I cannot tell you how many messages that I've gotten from LGBTQ youth, parents, 
and just people in general who are allies that has just been like my heart is about to swell out of my body i'm not gonna lie i mean it's been truly incredible and i think that this is just the beginning of true acceptance for all of us in this genre especially seeing all of it change and seeing our community rise up and support us it's happening and i think that that's what's super super cool about being in country music right now is things are changing but country music still has a long way to go on the journey to acceptance probably because of the fear of the unknown and i feel like a lot of people that are listening to country music are living in very small towns where if there are queer members of their community, they're probably being silenced and feel very uncomfortable. And because of that, I feel as though those people think that we're like weird and there's not a lot of us. Country music has a reputation for being geared towards white audiences with artists being primarily conservative white men. But the genre is slowly working to shine recognition on the different demographics and voices that have always been there, even if they weren't given a spotlight. Country music for so long has been so unrepresentative for the actual demographic that is listening to it. There's so many cultures and ethnic backgrounds and sexualities that are listening to country music, and it's just not, it's just not the real representation of country music. And so... I felt that it was important for us to start showing our visibility and start showing up. And this is the only way that we can create change is by showing up. But until now, there just hasn't really been a whole lot of visibility. But that's changing more and more every day. More minority voices are being recognized, like... Mickey Guyton, Brittany Spencer, for example, two Black female artists who are absolutely incredible and their voices are all over the place in Nashville right now. And, you know, it's, it's really cool to see the change and be a part of this change that's happening right now in Nashville and in the country music genre. And I just think that we have a really bright future. And I think that our audience will continue to grow and to build the more and more we allow our listeners to be seen and represented within this industry. You can only receive more fans and more love by allowing more people in. So I, I definitely think that that's what we're seeing more and more and we'll continue to see over the next couple of years. If you were trying to picture what a country music star might look like, you'd probably think of someone similar to Brooke. She fits the country mold, but it's not on purpose. Honestly, this is just how I've always dressed and looked, and this is just me. I almost feel opposite of that sometimes, where I feel as though I'm supposed to dress differently now because I'm in the LGBTQ community. It's like this stereotypical, what does a gay woman look like? And I feel like it, there's also this visibility that needs to be seen that not all, not all gay women look a certain way. There's not a stereotypical way to look. 
And I don't feel like I have to look any certain way to be a country singer. Um, I think, you know, the the long blonde hair has always been me. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just who I am and I'll, I'll always be whoever I am in that moment. And so, no, those, those things don't really affect me very much. But where there is love and support, there is always hate and opposition. You take a little look at my thread of comments on my sunroof video on Facebook. I mean, it's always going to exist in some form or fashion. Brooke's latest music video to her single, Sunroof, went viral on Facebook. The singer cast her girlfriend, Hillary, as her love interest and focused the video on the two just driving around the city in a convertible, spending a beautiful day in the sun. The video was released shortly after Brooke came out to the world, and people definitely voiced their opinions on the artist's queer video. I think the hardest thing about seeing negative comments on Facebook and, and elsewhere have been them trying to throw God into their homophobia and trying to hide behind their homophobia with God in front. Listen, I've learned a lot more about God since I was in that school. And I just believe that God is love. And I believe that he's created all of us to be exactly who we are. And there's no doubt as an LGBTQ person that I was made to be any other way. This is the way that he made me. And I actually had a really <laughs> introspective conversation with a member of my family a bit ago. And um, I won't say who it is, but she had concerns about my sexuality and me going to heaven. And I was just like, listen, I have three choices here. The first choice is to somehow marry a man live our lives in a lie where I can't give him fully what he needs and he's not giving me fully what I need. That's a really sad life. My second choice is that I can live in celibacy for my whole life and feel as though I am not deserving of love because that's kind of what you're telling me right now. Or choice number three, I can be with the person who makes me feel like the best me who gives me the most happiness in light, who lifts me up and supports me and who I lift up and support. You tell me which of those three decisions feels like the healthiest and the most godly to you. And I think that that was a moment for her where she realized that maybe what she'd been reading in the Bible or how she had interpreted the Bible, the Bible wasn't exactly the way that Jesus lived his life. So I'll, I could talk about this all day long. I was raised on, I was raised on the Bible and I was raised in, uh, I was raised on God and religion. And I've definitely veered very far from religion and very close to God. Don't you want that on a t-shirt? Veer away from religion and closer to God. Brooke does not let the hate comments get to her. In fact, what doesn't kill her makes her stronger. 
these people think that if they spew hate on my page, that somehow it's going to make it go away. And all it did was a complete opposite and make the algorithm go everywhere. So there has been a lot of hate there. And I think that that is because a lot of these people aren't listening to country music or they're, you know, they don't know where this video came from. So she's getting more views on her videos. And along the way, Brooke has gained a lot of new listeners and changed the opinions of some of her more conservative fans. It's been all love. Hillary, my girlfriend, has gotten so many new friends on her page because they she posts a lot about us. And so her page is kind of like our little love sanctuary. And the amount of friends that she's gotten in the last few days has been wild. I have to stress that. There's been so much support. But there's always going to be those homophobic people who just don't know and the only way that they're going to learn and the only way that they are going to lose their ignorance is by seeing what same-sex love can look like and it looks just like theirs her video for sunroof is just one example of what same-sex love looks like and hopefully there will be many more to follow i think it's a really good start But I also think that for me, this is just the beginning. I mean, it's so important for me to let those kids know I was that kid. And I lived in Florida in a city. I was that kid who hadn't been around gay people before. And I felt very alone and very unseen in a lot of different aspects of my life. And so I want to be that person for those kids. And just in general in country music. And so for me, yeah, the Sunroof video definitely starts on that journey, but it's just the beginning of of all of this. When we come back, Brooke explains how her family reacted to her coming out and what she hopes live concerts look like post-pandemic. Before the break, country singer Brooke Eden shared how over the moon she is about the support she received from her fans since coming out. But there's another group Brooke had to come out to first, her family. I was really nervous about both. Because my family is conservative, I was worried about it. I was nervous about it. And the other side of me was like, you know, this is going to be fine. They trust me. They I felt as though they would trust my decisions in life, and most of them reacted beautifully. There was one particular family member that the news hit hardest. I will tell you right now that my mom at first did not react well at all, and that was the hardest thing for me because she'd always been my best friend and closest confidant, and she had always told me, you can tell me anything. And then when I told her this, it was just like her brain exploded and she had never seen it coming. I would also like to say that she has made a complete 180 from that day. She could not imagine me with any other person other than Hillary and is so thankful that we found each other. And she wants to help other parents who are going through the same thing because she just didn't know how to react. She reacted in fear and instead of love. And I think that by fearing it, she thought she was loving me. But 
she has completely come around to the other side and we have a great relationship now and now she's just like I wish I could shout to the rooftop to these parents whose kids are coming out to them to just love them unconditionally. Despite this ignorance, that still consumes the world when it comes to queer culture. Brooke is hopeful that more people will continue to let go of their fear and choose love. I even think that most conservatives these days are are allies. Most uh, most of my family, most of my my blood are conservatives. And yet they're huge fans of Hillary and I and of all loves and all sexualities and I think that even that is changing a lot in the world, not even in country music specifically, but just in general. I think that people are realizing that love is love. Everybody's got a gay cousin. Everybody's got a gay cousin, you know? And that cousin, it's changing people's minds because they're seeing that this cousin who who is maybe reclusive and kept to himself or to herself is now this light, happy person because they're out and proud and living their truth. And the more that people see that in their small communities and in their families, the more that people's minds are gonna change. And the only way that we can all come together and realize that this is not a phase, this is not something that we have chosen for ourselves, this is the way that we were made. And this is who, who you love should never be an issue. And I do think that it starts, you know, with those those people in every town and every family and every community. But I also believe that music is a universal language. And the more that you're seeing it in your music as well, the more that we'll all realize that love is the only way that we can continue to come together on this planet. When it comes down to it, Brooke's only regret is not coming out sooner. All these times that I feared, the fear was way bigger than the actual reality of it. And I wish that I could have done it earlier, but I do believe that it all happened in the right timing and that I had to go through my own journey, just like everyone has to go through their own journey. And I think that as much as I wish that, you know, we all could just be out and we don't even have to come out. We just are who we are. You know, everyone's on their own journey and everyone has to do it in their own timing. Brooke looks forward to touring in the future once we are all allowed to leave our homes, but that also means confronting those haters from the internet face to face. I don't know what it's gonna be like to be in a live audience with these people. And I know that that's something that TJ has talked about as well. You know, right now we're all secluded and doing our own thing and people can type over a keyboard and say whatever the hell they wanna say. But, you know, we haven't been in real life yet. But honestly, I just feel like it's hard to hate people up close. I think that we're gonna see a lot of, you know, different fans that maybe would have veered away from country for a long time, coming toward country and coming to these concerts. And I just always hope that, you know, we weed out the homophobic people via social media and they don't come to our shows and that our, our shows can be a safe place for 
these listeners where they can always come and feel comfortable holding the hand of their loved one or putting their ha- their arm around their loved one and not feeling uncomfortable about that. Yeah, that's all there is to it. If you don't like it, then don't come to the show. Please uninvite yourself. Like all these people on Facebook are like, get this video off my feed. And you know, I like, I don't want to see this. And I'm like, let me introduce you to your scroll button. You just scroll past it, just like everything else that comes up on your Facebook that you don't want to see. Like, this is not rocket science, y'all. And if you don't want to come to the show, like, don't come. It's fine. If you don't want to follow me on social media because you don't want to see me holding hands with my girlfriend, please see yourself out the door. There's not an issue here. I have no shade toward you either. I hope that you find love in your life where you can realize that you don't choose the person that you love. But until then, only love to you. I've interviewed a lot of athletes who are especially reluctant or were especially reluctant about disclosing their sexual orientation for the fear of discrimination or losing opportunities. Some even said that they almost didn't play a sport at all, even if they were great, because they were afraid of not being accepted for who they really are. I wonder how much athletic talent will never get to watch or experience because of this fear. And my question to you is, do you think that that same concept applies to musicians and songwriters and vocal artists who have their truth, but are so afraid to show it that they won't do the thing they're great at? As creators, we're in a very different place than athletes because athletes, it's like very be tough, be strong be resilient, right? Like you don't show your weaknesses. Music is kind of the opposite of that. Music is all about vulnerability and truth and being yourself. And it's also so, it's such a a free space. Creativity is such a free space where for me, when I was going through coming out and realizing who I was and learning to accept myself and love myself, the first place that I ran to was music and to my art. So luckily, I don't think that that's as much of an issue in the arts because first of all, let's be honest, there are so many members of the LGBTQ community in the arts. We were freaking made for the arts. Bring us to the arts. (laughs) This is what we do. But um gosh, I really hope that that's not something that will be an issue for the arts. And I hope that it's something that continuously goes away for athletes as well, because you're so right. How much untapped potential is there because people are worried about being shamed for their sexuality? That is just wild. Not to mention that people are going to call you names on the internet no matter what. If you're doing something and you're making waves and you're trying to change the way that the world has looked at something for a really long time, you're going to create friction and that's okay. That means that you're doing something right. So instead of being like, oh, I can't believe that these people are saying this, realize that you're creating a conversation between people where they can start having these conversations that they were too afraid of talking about before. And also realize that that's a personal reflection of what's going on in themselves. It has nothing to do with you or what you're doing. 
And I just feel like so many people want to like spew hate back at these trolls. And it's like, man, I just don't want to stoop to that level. These people are obviously dealing with something so much bigger than the comment that they took five minutes to write on someone's page. Like, how do you even have time for that stuff? So for me, it's, it's a direct reflection of how those people are feeling inside themselves. And the only way to move us forward is by creating some waves. So don't let the haters bother you or let comments stop you from being who you are and putting out into the world what you have to offer because everyone has something to give. And if you're too afraid to give it, that's a really sad moment. So that's just my little tidbit. <laughs>What's next for Brooke? She's about to release a new song called Got No Choice. You heard a sneak peek at the beginning of this episode. No approval from my mama. Daddy's got a problem with your black leather jacket and your cigarette habit. But the sound of my name rolling off your tongue couldn't sound sweeter from anyone. This heart wants no one else. And I can't help myself. Got no choice but to love you. Got no choice but to love you. Oh, I ain't got no choice but to love you. Got no choice but to love you. The song is one of the three Brooke wrote and is releasing as part of the next chapter of her journey after coming out. Got no choice is kind of the continuation of Sunroof. Sunroof is about falling in love and kind of the first date that you go on with this person that you are just so happy to be holding hands with or to be in the Mustang with. And Got No Choice is going into that relationship and it gets a little deeper. It talks more about the struggles that we, me and Hillary, dealt with as we were coming out and as we were going into this world out loud and um basically it's a song about you don't get to choose who you love but lord if i did get to choose i would have chosen you over and over again here's how you can follow brooke's journey and find her new song when it's released i'm everywhere right now my team is i'm on all the social medias now i'm on TikTok, instagram facebook Twitter, you name it. And you can find me everywhere at, at Brooke Eden Music. Thanks for listening. Pride is a production of Straw Hut Media. If you like the show, leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're tuning in from. Share us with your friends. Subscribe and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Pride. You can follow me at Levi Chambers. Pride is produced by me, Levi Chambers, Maggie Bowles, Ryan Tillotson, and Caitlin McDaniel. Edited by Sebastian Alcala.
I'm sure Ryan's over there clapping in silence by himself with his cat. Oh, that's so cute.